Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the Fairy Coin Mother, Sinquanta Cocksmith of www.sinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. We are back, season four, episode one. Wow. <laughs> I made it. I've done it. I've been consistent. I've showed up. You guys have showed up and supported me. And I am grateful. I know I say that a lot. I say it a lot, but I'm truly grateful and thankful um, to be able to do a podcast. Because you guys know that a podcast is a whole production. Like, there's notes, there's a microphone, there's audio, things that go home behind the scene. And now, um, every now and then, you know, I record it for YouTube live so you guys can see me recording. But there's a lot of work that goes into a podcast. And I'm a one woman show. So again, like I said, I'm thankful and blessed that you guys are here with me. Um, today's episode, I'll be answering some questions um, that I got on Facebook. And I'll be talking about overnight success in our Q Money Bag Start of the Week. I'm just super excited to dive into this, guys. We are back for two episodes before um, January 2021 hits. I'm taking a quite long hiatus, um, but it's more like a little winter break, okay? We having like a little winter break in between um, season four, so I can be well-rested, enjoy my holiday with my family because I deserve that. I am putting myself first, so that's what's happening. You're going to get two episodes in December, and then we're going to take a long break, and we'll be back in January, okay? So in the next episode, I'll make sure I give you guys exact dates so you're not waiting around trying to figure out, okay, when is the podcast going to come back and what's happening? I will give you all of the details, okay? But you know what time it is. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. So I have two rapid fire questions of the day. Um, And the first one is, what have you done that you are most proud of? And to be honest, I am most proud of my consistency this year. Um, That is a hard one for me to just stay consistent And I've definitely been consistent with YouTube and the podcast to no end to the point where I've been super prepared um, the whole year of 2020, even when shit hit the fan and I thought I wouldn't make it. Okay, Um, I have been super consistent with that. I do. um, Sometimes I would love to be consistent with social media and be proud of that, but I really don't want to be on social media (laughs) much. I kind of want to just create and be in the backgrounds and collect my coins, okay? That's kind of all that I really want to do. Um, But I enjoy making videos. I enjoy teaching you guys the things that I've learned and showing you, you know, my mistakes. So those are the things that I'm most proud of. And I'm also proud that anything that I put out into the universe, whether it's a course tutorial or video, um, information, and you guys can use it, and you come back with a success story, and you tell me how a video, a course, or just me showing up has helped you, 
I am proud of that because that's the kind of energy I want to put out. I want to put out things to help you. And my good karma is that you learn from it and you're able to do something, succeed at something, or in general, to make some money from it. So that is one of the things, um, two of the things, three of the things that I'm most proud of. So um, the second rapid fire question of the day is, what challenges you? My motherfucking kids. <laughs> They challenged me to no end. Um, and I read, I had this uh, Facebook post that I posted maybe a few years ago and it came back up and it says, kind of want another baby, kind of don't want the kids I already got. So it's super funny. Um, but yes, my kids are definitely challenging me. They are 11 and 14. And it's really at that age where I am like, ooh. Y'all really testing me. <laughs> so to all the parents with preteens and teens, pray for me and I will pray for you, okay? Because we got to stick together, all right? Um, motherhood is hard, but these teens are harder, okay? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, so we are going to get into some of these questions that I got, and I'm excited to read them. I'm excited to answer them. Um, I did not try to practice or write anything out uh, for the questions so that they will be basically how I feel, straight up, no chaser. All right, so the first question I have is from Kelly. She is Kelly of Unmastering Motherhood um, podcast. And she says, have you ever thought of writing a stage play or using your writing skills to help producers develop new shows, miniseries, etc.? So one thing that a lot of people don't know is that um, my family back in South Carolina, they do like stage plays a lot. Um, my mom is a gospel comedian. And they do a lot of like stage plays and stuff like that. Um, so actually my short story, When the Church Doors Close, is actually a stage play um, in South Carolina that has been done a few times, which is super exciting. That is loosely based off of a short story that I wrote. Um, I have thought about doing stuff like that, um, but I don't know. It's like not like a, a bucket list thing, but if one of my books was to ever be picked up as like a, a mini show or a series, I would be ecstatic about it, okay? But it's not like one of those things that are on, on my bucket list. I just truly enjoy writing um, and producing these crazy ideas that pop into my head. <laughs> Okay, so the next question is from Dana. Dana writes, when do you think we can expect the next story from JC? <laughs> She's staying on me. <laughs> so JC Lourdes is my pen name for my erotic short stories. And I'm actually currently 
in the process of writing um, a erotic short story called Wait On Me. And by the time you hear this podcast, hopefully it's released, okay? Because I'm trying. All right, I'm out here. I'm trying. So the other question was from Dana. She said, for those new to podcasting, what do you think is the most important thing that you have learned as far as building your audience? Um, The biggest thing that I have found that has helped me connect and build my audience was to be transparent, to be honest, um, and to not expect people to support you. I have no expectations when it comes to podcasting, but I also know it's part of the thing that I love, which is sharing. So it was just another route for me to share, um, but on a audio platform that I don't necessarily have to be camera ready for. So I love to talk and I can talk to you guys all day, but being able to be transparent, share my stories, share what I can to help somebody grow and be consistent has definitely helped me build an audience with podcasting. So be consistent, be honest, and be realistic with yourself. So if you start out and you're like, okay, yeah, this is not for me, tell your audience that. Tell them that, okay, you know what? I tried it. I thought this was something that I like. But yeah, I'm not going to stick with it. So that way, you know, it's like four episodes out and they're like, well, when's the next one? And you, you just up and left. OK, so be honest, be, you know, be caring, be mindful that people get sucked in off of a few episodes. And it's like now they're ready that you got them in there. You got them in the race and then you just leave them hanging. So don't do that. OK, so. The next question comes from Lonnie. She says, do you think I should have snapped a little harder on Tammy or no? Lonnie from 2012. So Lonnie, my belt retail fragrance homegirl from Savannah. Yes, you should have gone in on Tammy's ass because Tammy was doing the most, okay? <laughs> Yo, me and Lonnie, she is now the owner of Elon Wick Candle Coal straight out of Savannah, shout out to all the Chathamites. <laughs> Y'all probably gonna get me for saying that, but that's a term I learned while I lived in Savannah. Chathamites, okay? So she um she worked with me there. We were both, you know, fragrance girls. I was uh handling like the Lady Gaga, Nautica, and guest fragrance. Um, and this lady was she was just she was over us, but she was trying it. And you know, just a few times people just gotta be put in their place. And um, that's what Yolandia did. <laughs> so <clears throat> my last question is from Drea. Hey, girl, down, down the street, around the corner, neighbor, okay? So she said, I am wondering, do you have an ebook or anything on how to make money using YouTube or even being less visible on social media and hitting financial goals? My answer is no, mainly because YouTube is just a platform I use to share my print-on-demand success. Y'all, I'm getting a little windy. So YouTube is a platform I use. YouTube is not my niche per se. So I would not be a good candidate to teach anyone how to make money on YouTube because it took me years. I've been on YouTube since... Probably around every time I've done something was around 2008. No, I lied, 2006. But it was just weird stuff. Um, 
And then I really took YouTube serious in 2014 and I was blogging. So let me see, maybe the beginning of the year of 2020, I had maybe 3,000 followers. I'm almost to 5,000. I should be at 5,000 by the time you guys hear this. Plus that um, it took me all year to even make get 2,000 subscribers. So um, I don't have a secret sauce to YouTube. I just found my niche, really. And my niche is print on demand, which has been forever. And once I found my niche and understand that that's what people like from me, they like to see it and they like the way I teach, I honed in on that and made more videos like that. And that's what has made me successful on YouTube. Um, as far as making money um, without being as visible on social media, I built my print on demand businesses two to three years ago that kind of sustain themselves without me doing anything, without me being the face of it. And I just do minimal stuff like customer service, um, handling returns and customer complaints or shipping out the right product when things go wrong um, and handling like any custom orders that may come. Um, but obviously it's not coming from me. It's coming from my print on demand business that I've set up. So I have a few of them um, that do really well. And then I have my business coins and connections. That is my passion product uh, project. It is the business that I love, but it's also the business that doesn't make me thousands and thousands of dollars. But I love it to no end, and I'll never stop doing it because that's just what I love. It's something I enjoy. So that's uh, kind of like I can't I can't teach you that. I can't teach you that. Um, and even. I think even if I tried, it probably wouldn't make sense to people because they'll be looking at me like, hmm? so I don't think that's something that I would get into. And I'm not going to set myself up to tell you guys I can help you duplicate the success I had. Um, I can just teach you what I've done on these platforms to make money. OK, so the last question is just one of the most questions, um, most asked questions that I get a lot. And that is, do you offer consulting and coaching? And the answer is no. So once upon a time, I did. Once upon a time, I love to sit here and talk to you guys day after day after and see the light bulbs go off and see you understand and see you blow up your business. But I do have lots of tutorials and courses at gumroad.com backslash Smith. Um, that is my way of pouring into you um, as a coach or a consultant. Um, I don't like those words anymore. Um, doing it before has made me hate being referred to as a coach or a consultant. I don't even really want to be, I don't even want to be called a teacher. I just want to be somebody who gives information. Uh, what is that? They say the sensei. Um, I'm the fairy corn coin mother, just sprinkling, sprinkling dust on you, fairy money dust. Okay. So that is what I am doing. Um, I'm sprinkling my fairy money dust onto you, as you see, if you guys are watching on YouTube. And that's, that's how I'm going to be giving it all 2021. So I love that the the hype, not even the hype, the urgency around now, people wanting to get on calls with me. Y'all, let me tell you, I used to bet, I used to be begging people to get on the phone with me. 
Um, and now I don't. People are uh, basically sorting me out to speak with me, and I no longer care to do that. And I have, um, I have the the right and the time and the freedom to choose. So I'm choosing myself and. I don't think y'all understand that when you're a coach or consultant, you have to truly love service, okay? You have to truly love being of service. And I think being of service was a moment in my life that I was truly serving and I was giving my all to people um, and everyone around me. But that time in my life has passed where I am sowing completely into myself to make sure I'm mentally, spiritually, physically healthy okay and taking on other people's energy really drains me so you will find things in life that you enjoy doing but after a while it'll drain you and you can no longer do it so that's kind of where I got got to in that coaching realm and you can listen to a few episodes um when I was just doing season not I was just doing like episode one two three I have an episode about Hosting my audience. Um, I've closed two Facebook groups. Um, I stopped taking calls and that is just no longer a part of my business. So I know that sounds long when it would, but I just wanted to give you guys some context and backstory of why I chose to run my business that way and why I no longer provide any type of services as far as coaching or consulting. Okay. This segment is called Q Money Bags Thought of the Week. All right, guys. So here is time for the Q Money Bags Thought of the Week. And we're going to talk about overnight success. So I have a quote here that says, sometimes it takes years for a person to become an overnight success. And it says it was written by Prince. So if anybody knows, Prince knows, okay? So... The thing about me is that I've been working on this print-on-demand business since 2009. Lots of mistakes, lots of success, okay? Lots of hard work and dedication and without any guidance, lots of researching. I am a researcher. I read a lot of things. Um, I watch things. Um, I see what other people have done and then I make it better for myself or tailor it to my needs of how I need to break things down and um, achieve the one goal of, of course, being successful on something you sought out to do. Um, everybody who creates a goal or a destination where they want to go starts with a goal. And my goal was to have my print-on-demand business pay my bills. And I'm pretty much there where... Um, I live off the residual income of the work that I've done years ago. Um, and a lot of people say, well, you're leaving money on the table, like I said, for not coaching and consulting. Um, and I'm positive I am. But my peace is way more important um, than money. And I think my gift will continue to make room for me in the spaces um, that I need and the income that I need to come into my life. So uh, a lot of people are just coming to my websites and to my YouTube channel, um, and they're seeing what I've done now and how good I am at it now. And 
they say things like, oh, you make it look so easy or you, you're so good at this. I'm so glad that, you know, you're doing this. And it's because I've been doing it for years. So none of this came easy. Um, lots of tears, lots of frustration, lots of debt, lots of money loss, lots of mistakes. I, I still make mistakes till this day. So don't ever think my print on demand business is perfect. Okay. I still make mistakes that can cost me thousands. Um, and consistently learning the hard truth about sometimes you just need help. And I'm kind of like in that mind frame of, I, I'm not ready for help um, in certain areas of my business until I can figure out the solution truly to be able to guide someone to help me. Okay. And that may be selfish of me and hard headed of me to not go ahead and want help, but when you don't achieve overnight success and you've really had to truly work for everything that you have, it's hard to just hand over a piece of your business or a part that's been part of your life daily for the last 10 years to someone and expect them to do it justice. Um, I know it sounds selfish for real, but, um, after you have your child for nine months and you nurture them and you breastfeed them for however many, six weeks, um, it's it's hard for you to peel your child away from you and take them to childcare. So think of it as like that, you know, you you groom something, you, you have it, it's close to your heart and you're expected to just give it up to somebody. Um, but no, you want to take your time. You want to, you know, interview the services that the childcare places you want to go check it out so you, these are things you take your time with and I want to take my time with letting someone into my business so eventually it will happen it might be a family member first <laughs> that's just easier to navigate it might be one of my kids I can train, uh, groom and train them to help me in this business they might have better ideas than me they know how to run this social media stuff way better than I can ever do because kids are ever learning, ever changing, and never growing. So um, they may be the best little employees that I will ever have soon. Okay. So don't ever look at anyone as being overnight success just because you learned about them. Um, it takes time to just kind of learn people's background to know that, oh, wow, well, that is somebody I want to learn from because they've been in this business for a long time versus, oh, someone just popped up on the scene three months ago. Um, who goes viral and they're scrapping to figure out this industry or this business. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoyed the video that I am producing for you guys. Um, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. So until next time. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.